0: Hello and welcome to DND Smart Talks. Um, I'm Claren Martis, and today we are going to talk to John Rodriguez about gamification. Uh, John is a product and user experience designer who has worked with gamification. John, welcome to this podcast. Thanks, Claren, for welcoming to the podcast. Um, so, John, uh, gamification is a new term that I've been seeing, and it's been trending in the industry. Uh, could you tell us about what is gamification?
1: What does that mean? Sure, I can definitely start by explaining what it is, and it's definitely like a trend I'm seeing too. I don't know, like, uh, um, it's becoming like an important part of most products now. Uh, so gamification, gamification is. Let's cut that. Yeah, gamification is taking this game design principles and frameworks and their approach of designing games and applying that to like non-game context. Could be like business, education. Uh, marketing and uh, like even like sports training as well so it's basically like there is like an approach of gamifying something and you take that and apply to different contexts and things like that yeah
0: so is this something that's just emerging or uh, which is a conceptual stage right now or is this something that's already implemented do we see it in any products around us
1: yeah I mean the more I research about it right I think like i think the world was built on the concept of gamification like like for example like we need to like work in order to like earn money and that's like this points and, and and entire the systems are like built it's like this is this is the thing right like once you start researching about something you see the world and the, everything is the same thing yeah, I think like uh, gamification did exist for a long time. It's 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 not, I think it became a trend right now because we are seeing attention in products becoming a commodity and people are not staying on the apps for a long time. So the problem, so more apps came out, now the engagement and retention of apps are less. So in order to like keep people, users motivated to use it, so people start using gamification and making like it a fun experience so that you know the businesses could keep users very engaged in having like a structured kind of an experience uh it it did exist for a long time but people had like not implemented it and has a, has it's like happening right now and I think like the system designs like are are a gamified approach where I have a very defined structured, and then this like reward points and then like motivation elements and stuff like that so yeah i think like the when echo, uh, what do you say the attention became a commodity in products
0: gamification became like a trend so gamification is a strategy to keep users with you
1: <laughs> yeah i mean th- there are two ways of doing it like this one very unethical way of doing gamification <laughs> And I, sometimes I feel like, you know, like you shouldn't, one one person or any product person or any executive shouldn't apply gamification just because it's a trend. Rather, you know, how does it create a value for the end customer kind of a thing. And yeah, it, it's, a, it's a strategic stuff and it could be used in a very wrong way and it could be used in a very good way. And then that, that reward culture, I think it always existed, right? For example, your credit cards, right? You use, you get certain points back, and it's it's gamified like gamification applied there in in
0: various um, ways. Yeah, so it basically makes it attractive to pe- for people to stay in in the loop.
1: Yeah, but I think it can be used in a very good way too. I can give you a few examples, and then for example, there's a problem that I wanna like keep learning coding, and then every time I go to YouTube, I learn. I, then I like come back and I don't have like a structure to it and then uh, let's say I lose motivation to keep coding and every time I want to like learn front-end development I just do like HTML CSS and never go to JavaScript because I'm like starting from the beginning. So I think so. If you see code academy right now, they have implemented a lot of gamification elements. So there's like a track of you know where you are in the process. And then there's a weekly goal. So you can complete like coding exercise uh monthly or weekly. And then there is like rewards and like badges. So so what happens right now is I did try using a lot of like coding learning John, I mean, Coding learning tutorials, but I always fell off the track. So now that Kodak company has like made that like a track. So it made that fun to me and kept me like um, focused like one task at a time trying rather than you know, kind of a stuff. So yeah.
0: That's that's interesting. So it just makes it engaging and uh fun to do. Um so uh, on the same uh, line, um, gamific- I think gamification is all around us in a way. As you mm-hmm. said, it's using credit card, the points that we get, the cashbacks we get, um, or whenever you have a new app and so on. Um, I was wondering what are the building blocks of um, the whole concept of gamification? Um, you mentioned about points. Um, I'm aware of the leaderboards. Is there anything else that we can look out for and figure out? Okay, this is gamified.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think like like I mentioned, like entire life itself is gamified. Sometimes I feel it's like are we in a game? Like Elon Musk is? like it makes sense. Like true. I, you you the our bank revenue is like our uh, you know what do you say the score points. Anyways, like, I'll come back to the topic. So, so yeah, I think like from what I've researched from like. And my, my final year thesis also turned into a bit gamification element. And also when I'm working for a company, what I've seen that there is like two categories of way of thinking about the elements of it. One is a psychology part and another one is like the framework part. So the psychology, like the main core element of psychology is like motivation like knowing in what context, what motivates users. And it like changes from one, you know, context to another, like in sports, what is that element that motivate for them to go to the next track of learning certain skill and in and so and then this like frameworks that what you mentioned was those leaderboards those badges those those tracks and all that stuff those are like frameworks and there are game design frameworks where people use so i would suggest like what you mentioned was the frameworks of use and those elements are part of that frameworks and like leaderboard and then badges and tracks, what I mentioned before, are like those core part of it. Uh, but motivation is like the biggest part of like knowing what motivates users and then how it affects the entire user experience and then how it affects the achieving the business goals are the important psychology part of it.
0: So like getting a bonus at your work or getting a promotion.
1: Yeah, I, I think like biggest part is that structure, you know, like w- what is that category makes you get a bonus, you know, and what is that category for you to go from leaderboard from like level tenth to level 5, like what is that? So a lot comes to defining that uh structure uh, and then the thing is like about gamification is like measuring people just you can't just apply for gamification to a product and believe it but you should like constantly up measure those frameworks um, i mean that's one way of doing it because like it helps to like optimize that system mm-hmm. yeah.
0: so are you um, trying to say that things that were qualitative in the beginning now they are made quantitative and that's uh, the basis for the reward system in gamification
1: yeah i think we need like both approach of both qualitative and quantitative. I mean, I think gamification does deals a lot with like numbers and as well as the psychology. So we need to like combine both qualitative and quantitative. But yeah, just qualitative doesn't work though. Like we need to like measure it in terms of like numbers as well.
0: Okay. I think that's a common trend because we use computers. Computers work with numbers well. And uh, we have to just give numbers to the computer and then the computer can do something. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, One of the biggest applications, which you also mentioned some time ago, that's uh, in education, uh, especially in your case, while learning to code. Um, I assume that this is also used um, in other kinds of education. So what do you think is an impact of gamification on education? Is it retaining the um, users or the learners well? are they actually learning better like what is the actual impact on them
1: yeah i think that's a good question because of impact is like a big part of like gamification right that the problem arises when we start applying gamification just because it's a trend and it has a negative effects too like especially in terms of like in a context of education like when i was working on a project in a past company and then we were into discussion with like a soccer trainer And then, uh, let's say, like, somebody said, let's do leaderboards for, like, kids, for, like, learning about certain skills. Then somebody asked, um, hey, what's the right age for people to make feel very competent, you know, like, you know, to fight to go up on the leaderboard? So, I think, like, in education as well, like, you know, it comes down to also, you know, what age you are trying to um, implement this to the curriculum. And, you know, what's the end goal of it? And… So it it comes down to like, I think in working on this kind of a gamification for education, I think people should include well, I mean, good teachers and good ed- educators, and uh, if it's done wrong, and let's like, let's say like there's like a um, there's a leaderboard applied in a, like a wrong context, and then it just make people like fight with each other, and then that impact is like just 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 an example, but the impact is like bad. So also like defining that what is a possible impact you want to like create and then what is means to the end users and then if that needs to be like understood initially and then if it's done wrong uh, it can be uh, going in like a negative direction kind of a thing too and I think like education right now people are doing that a lot and especially now that things are getting very online people have a lot to select from all are like taking one course to another today I'm in Udemy next day I'm on like Coursera how do we like keep people you know stay on one platform so that's why I think they're using it Uh, but I believe like most of this good learning and education platform has like good psychologists and um, educators behind it so I feel good about how they are doing it and I didn't see anything really negative right now but uh, it shouldn't be just like applied everywhere and it's it, it can, it's almost like controlling a user behavior, you know, and there are like ethical practices, how you kind of do it kind of a stuff. Uh, and then even like the thing is like, for example, in an HR or an employee context, right? If let's say who stays in the company, who doesn't stay in the company, you need to like gamify that and put that like in a metrics or something. There could be certain profession, which can't be like measured through numbers. So, and people just apply and then somebody likes, you know, go up on the leaderboard because like he's giving you task-based outcomes, but certain could be just conversational kind of a roles. So I think like that's certain places, like things fail when people apply that without contextual understanding.
0: So it would be like asking a fish to climb a tree. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think again, In a way, um, like listening to you, um, the idea that's coming to my mind is India had done gamification long back. Or it's still doing it in terms of ranking system. Mm -hmm. You do well in your tests, you move up the rank. Uh, First rank gets everything. (laughs) All the options um, they want, but the rest have to choose after them. So this... I assume this is also a part of gamification. Um, I was looking for a bad example. I think you gave one. <laughs> OK, so I guess this is the negative example of like what gamification can do in education. Um, so in my opinion, it's not necessarily bad. Because uh, in a way, when it's standardized, you're making it fair. But again, it becomes the same example of asking a fish to climb the tree. Um, where because everything's so standardized and the options are not really standardized um, and the way you judge people should not be standardized like somebody might be good at something else but the test is not gonna test you on that
1: yeah Um, i i i kind of feel it's a negative thing because like how they applied it because there was this project going on right and they made the leader based on who got the higher test score and who and like not based on who has good project management or leadership skills so i think like gamification is wrongly applied there <laughs> so it's it's if you see it's more of like decision and system level you know structuring kind of a stuff
0: yeah gamification is also a, it's got a little controversial probably because of these reasons like when i was researching i found that um it appears very uh, exploitative uh, probably like the ranking system um it's oversimplified well we just say that you do this we get you get stars or you get points and you move up so it seems very oversimplified um i don't know what's going behind all of those decisions but it just for a normal user it just seems oversimplified and um we tend to have a tendency to rely on extrinsic motivation. Uh, the motivation doesn't come from ourselves, but we would look at some points and that's our only motivation. Uh, if the points are going in a good direction, then yes, we are happy. But uh, by chance, due to some reason, if they come down, then we just break down. So yeah, these are a few things that like I came across which are kind of controversial. Um, is there any way to deal with this, or do you have any comments on that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a very you know well thought out question or a statement or you know what research findings you came. Yeah, the thing is in you know like a commercial world, I think like people keep things very simple because like the user behavior usually like you know best practice or the ways like people depends on familiarity of making in making a product decision or the. The usability of the product so like what is that commonly known for people like you know people know you know how to play games they have seen certain leaderboard and scoring and skills so those similar frameworks are applied to align with that familiarity of the past experience so that creates a better understanding of the product so i think like the commercial world has like simplified it and i don't really like how innovation is done in terms of very simplified approach in a commercial like a corporate world but i think like actual research is happening in like academia when i've, I've taken a course from you uh, not you uh, coursera on from UPEN and i'm learning from the professor so that's where they do actual research on like you know the motivation and stuff like that and there's a lot it's a lot of like psychology less than the subject you know from like it's less about you know whether there should be a star or badges but it's like what is the psychology behind it yeah and coming back to dependency on the motivation yeah that's an interesting interesting thought i feel that's what i feel like if you apply that in a non in a context where it has a terrible or a bad impact i think like it, it can be manipulate people but then in terms of like soccer training right it needs to be gamified because like it's no fun um if it's like you don't know like where you are in the process what's your next step how where you are ranking and stuff like that um so i think there's a both pros and cons of it and i think this is an ai uh what do you say debate too right it comes down to the person who is like building it he can build a terrible Uh, algorithm you can build a good so i think it's the same applies for like gamification while building those
0: systems Mm. so what about um the concept of uh, people feeling it's um it's exploitive um like you're taking my data comparing it with, with other people when i don't really want to do that but that's part of the whole framework like, if you don't compare me with someone else, how would you put me on the leaderboard? Um, not necessarily leaderboard, but any other framework. So, like, what do you think about that? Is is it exploitive or not? What's your opinion?
1: Yeah, I mean, the ethics of data, it's a big question of a century. And I think, again, it's very context-driven. And I feel like... Um, yeah, I think it, it can be exploited that's why I keep coming back to it and I think it's um, uh, ethical consideration needs to be done like there's it's like in working like in a company that's like usually legal and like an ethics board who kind of gives you insight on what to be done and what not to be done and um, um, it's not really up to us to like answer it but rather always ask that question like if somebody tells you to work on a gamification project, you always ask a question like, and also like in user experience design, we always want to like build transparency, how data is collected. For example, if we are like collecting certain data and using it now, it's becoming like a main thing to be transparent. People are hating the products if they do not understand what's going. So usually like giving a prompt and saying that this is how your data is going to be used. It's like some ethical thing, but I think like, People using like a digital products, people have like choices to use it or not. But then it's applied in like a educational system, where, where it becomes like a rule or kind of a structure everybody have to follow. And I think like people should question it. I think like that's my conclusion. I don't, am not really an <laughs> ethics expert, but I think people should question those things and yeah, sue so them
0: sure. if <laughs> If possible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this yeah this topic is um, I think huge. Yeah. It's not only uh, related to gamification, but it would come down to ethics of uh, how do you deal with data. So I think it's an important debate to have, uh, especially uh, with like these days when data has been collected a lot for training uh, different machine learning models, which actually make it um, make our life easier, but If you do not want to share our data, then, yeah, we shouldn't be sharing it. It should not be something that's, like, mandated. Um,
1: Something that I learned from you in the past was, like, that machine learning and AI stuff usually comes uh, when you want to, like, scale the product to, like, masses, right? If I'm not wrong. So I think like that initial work, if it's like not done right and apply machine learning to like scale, I think like mm-hmm. that's, that's where people need to like question, you know, what's a good time to scale kind of a thing. Is yeah. this model working out in people right. kind of a thing? Yeah.
0: So yeah, you test validate and only when you're sure about it, you go, uh, go and scale it. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, So. Yeah, we did speak a lot about uh, what's gamification and pros and cons, uh, both positives and negatives. Um, Let's move on to um, something more uh, usable and relatable and applicable. Uh, How do I use this? Like if I want to use it, um, maybe in one of my projects which I'm doing, or it could be uh, just in my personal life, how can I use gamification?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll turn the table around (laughs) you and I'll ask what is is that you keep losing motivation to do?
0: Um, Going to the gym?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think like (laughs) that's a good use case. Like how do you gamify that to keep yourself motivated? And I think like let's see like apps, you know, like that's a good potential use case, right? Like Mm -hmm. let's say if you go to uh, you potentially could design like an app where you said, like, if I go to gym three times a day, two hours a day, and I will reward myself as like a drink in the weekend. And then you could put that like in an app and then you could like, so there's this app, my one of my, when I was doing like a contextual research, so contextual research is like, just going to a place and like observing. So there was this one guy, I was talking about to him about this leaderboard and all that stuff. So he showed me an app where uh, you could like connect with like other people people who drink different beers and then you you based on like how many different beers you have tried you rank up on the stuff and it's fun and I think like similarly uh, entire product can be built on like people losing uh motivation training right like I go to gym I get and then you can compare that with and Apple Watch also has done it right like um, compare your starts with others and then implementing this like social sharing about, hey, I went to the gym three times. So it kind of motivates others to do something. And then, and this this is is, yeah, but yeah, I think that's powerful too. And most of our research were inclining towards that. So uh, yeah, you could always gamify when you need to go, if what rewards you're giving, and how you can sharing the stats with other, maybe your friend saying that I went to gym. So an entire product experience can be built around that pain point. So mm-hmm. yeah. A gin app could be. So, yeah.
0: Like um, I have to finish my assignment by this weekend and <laughs> I haven't. So I can if I do it, I can share it with my friends. That motivates them. Or if they tell me they've finished the assignment, I can uh it motivates me to finish it sooner.
1: Yeah, I think the important part here is putting that structure, like defining like this is this is this is this is gonna happen. Kind of, like is it? That's how like it's coded right if this happens this if happens this kind of a stuff mm-hmm. uh so i think like defining that structure and then that social sharing is quite powerful and then it's it always goes back to like what problem you're trying to solve kind of a thing mm-hmm. uh, or maybe like creating a fun experience it's it not necessarily have to be problem solving something or maybe it's a debatable thing uh but yeah i feel
0: a lot comes down to structure and motivation I think uh, one key point there is accountability. So it helps you be accountable and you have to keep yourself accountable.
1: So, yeah, one more thing. I feel it's happening a trend because um, we are doing a lot of things these days and we are losing track of things. So I think like somebody's working for a company, he also has a company and then he has a five different things behind him and he's like doing like 10 different courses.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... I see that happening with us. Um, It's very common when you are in a field which is part of different fields. uh, Because you tend to like uh, get into everything and you want to know everything. But yeah, yeah, you have to make a decision and choose.
1: Yeah, to narrow that down our conversation, I feel like, you know, motivation structure and decision making are such a big part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think we did speak about this a little earlier, Uh, coming back to education and how education has been gamified. Um, To those people who are uh, in the education sector right now, if they have to implement gamification, and it's not, say, throughout the state or throughout the country, it's rather just within your class, how would you recommend them to uh, have some gamification?
1: Yeah I would one thing I would come down to a conclusion is visibility of the system like let like somebody say he gets to be the product project leader because he scored this thing like that entire decision process is like not visible for me it's like decided already I think like building that visibility and what the system and why the decisions behind it is like needed right now is just like decided by the education board without telling people like why and nowadays like people want it since since digital media has become a way of providing content now and before like it was always there but i think now it becomes like most
0: more,
1: more mainstream. mainstream because of covid and stuff so i think like giving this explanation and transparency in data um, like why and then it's up to the user now to decide should use it or not but then if it's like a mandatory thing i think people should give visibility of you know Why are you, like, ranking on the top? Why are you, what you need to do in order to progress? So it's almost conversational, right? It's somebody telling me kind of a thing. The same interaction is transferred into a digital product, too. So I would say transparency, ethical consideration, and, yeah, and also understanding the core problem, you know. Where are people falling out of the track, and why are they falling it? And then kind of, I think, like, we... Like, if you see a track of, you know, you're going to gym or, like, learning a course, it kind of motivates me to complete that progress bar. And, like, uh, Code Academy Education Context, they have, like, I've completed 50%. I have 50% to go. So, like, go and learn that JavaScript just to complete that progress bar. (laughs) So, I would say build visibility in your systems, give users, you know, why they are using it. It's really hard because the trends change and user behavior change. Somebody needs to like track and monitor the systems and it's never like I build a system and put it up there. It's not going to work unless it's like
0: iterated or uh,
1: monitored constantly.
0: Yeah. Right. I think, yeah, this is bringing us to like a good ending. Um, what I hear is um, like visibility and being transparent is very important here. Um, would that be the takeaway you would, want to give here or do you have uh any like other good takeaways uh for this podcast?
1: Yeah, I think like whoever wants to apply gamification, don't apply it just because it's a trend. And, and, like spend a lot of time understanding the context and defining the impact. Uh build transparency in data and visibility in systems. And that came out well.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's let's put that in quote and <laughs> site john rodriguez <laughs> yes. a yeah <laughs> thanks john that was wonderful um this was a wonderful session learned a lot about gamification uh thanks for sharing um all these wonderful insights with us um awesome thanks Karen
1: well, yeah. for having me here it was a lot of fun and yeah thanks for asking good questions and i think like uh this is definitely a question to be asked the entire generation uh because like it's becoming sometimes a need and also a thoughtful consideration need to be done while building the systems.